Almost Daily Devotional, episode number two. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Almost Daily Devotional. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and today we are going to talk about another spiritual discipline, a spiritual discipline that not many people talk about. It's called the spiritual discipline of saying no. Well, welcome back to the Almost Daily Devotional. I am so excited to be doing this. It is helping me to make God a priority in my daily schedule, in my daily routine, and I'm enjoying that. I, I, I'm, of course, this is only day two, but I'm, I'm praying that this will be something that will continue, and it's forcing me to uh, dig deeper within myself to find out what it is that God is laying on my heart. What are the things that God is speaking to me on a daily basis to, to just push back the noise, to turn the iPhone into airplane mode, to turn... The, to turn the ringer off on the telephone in the studio so there will be no distractions so that I can just listen for just a moment and say, you know what, forget about the to-do list, forget about the telephone, forget about the email, close it all down, and let's take a moment and see what God has to say to me today. And that's what this is all about. That's what the Almost Daily Devotional is for me. And I don't know what it is going to be for you, but I pray that it will will be a blessing to those of you who are subscribed to this new podcast. As I mentioned in the introduction, today we're going to talk about a spiritual discipline you may have never heard before. It's the spiritual discipline of saying no. And I believe that the spiritual discipline of saying no is a scriptural discipline. I, I really do. And I think it's the one that that if you're not saying it, if, if you haven't got to the point where you can say no, where you can say it politely, firmly, and often, then maybe, just maybe, you're not following God's commands, uh, and and perhaps you're not at least living up to all that God has for you, and the blessings that He has for your life. And 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 I, the only thing I can say to back that up is because I'm not judging you; I'm judging myself because I am. I'm going to confess, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I am a people pleaser. I am. I am a people pleaser. And I hate that about myself. I, I hate how worked up I get when I feel like I've let somebody down. Recently, I just went to Florida and I did a wedding for my best friend. I officiated a wedding for my best friend. And I've known about it for at least 18 months, a year and a half now. And I've been dreading that day ever since I learned that he said, you know, hey, Cliff, will you do this for me? And I'm like, uh, yeah, and I didn't want to, but I did, and I said yes, and I did it because he's my friend, and I didn't want to let him down, but at the same time, I struggled, and I dreaded this day because I was afraid of letting him down during the wedding. I was afraid I might be nervous. I was afraid that, you know, I wouldn't look great in my suit, or I, I was afraid that I would stumble or, you know, not have the right words to say during the ceremony. I mean, just all these different things. Just worry, 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 worry. And and I tell you, that adds a lot of undue stress. Now, should I have said no to officiating the wedding? I don't know. But I, all I can say is now that it's gone and it's in the past, I will tell you looking back, I think it went rather well. 
and I'm glad that I had the opportunity. But there are other times when I've said yes to people because I didn't want to let them down that I have dreaded not only before, but often even after I had fulfilled the obligation for which I said yes to. So maybe the the officiating the wedding was a, a was a bad example for this because that was a that was a a situation in where you know I I didn't want to but I said yes and when I did it is like man I'm glad I did but there are times and I'm sure you're aware of this but there, and, and and I know for me there are times when I've said yes to things that I just know that I don't want to do and I did it anyway because I really felt that if perhaps I didn't say yes, I'd feel rejected. Maybe they wouldn't like me. Um, just all those different th- feelings and, and, and thoughts. However, w- here is how we bring the scripture into this spiritual discipline of saying no. And it comes from the scripture, uh, from a scripture reference in Hebrews, uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Now, I'm going to read to you real quickly what the New International Version says, because it's kind of odd that the the New Century Version and the New International Version um, are slightly different. One is that the New International Version says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Now, the only difference really in between that version and the new the, the NIV and the NCV or the New Century version is that in the New Century version, it actually adds a, an additional phrase here. And it says, we, oh, you know what? It's okay. It, it says the same thing. Never mind. I just didn't pay close enough attention when I was looking it up. It says, we are surrounded, this New Century version says, we are surrounded by a great cloud of people whose lives tell us what faith means. So let us run the race that is before us and never give up. We should remove our we should remove from our lives anything that would get in the way and the sin that so easily holds us back. The only difference is is they put the let us run the race that, that is before us and never give up. They put that before removing from our lives anything that would get in the way. So okay, it's all the same thing. Good. I, I I I hate it when I feel like there's some kind of discrepancy in between different versions of the Bible. But in essence, these are saying the same thing. And I'm going to go back to the NIV one. And I want to just r- r- throw this in here one more time. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses, these people whose lives that are around us that have been in the past that we see today, we we have a lot of great examples to follow. And it says, let's look at their let's look at their lives and let them inspire our own. And let us run, I, I love this, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Now, what is this race that's marked out for us? It's that whole going back to what we talked about in episode one, about Jesus knew what he came to do. He came to preach. It was even though there were people standing at the door waiting to be healed, he said, let's move on to the next town and preach there because that is what I'm here to do. Even though he knew there were other good things that he could have done, he chose to say no, and he moved on to the next town. And listen to this. This is amazing. It says, therefore, since it says, let us throw off everything, not just the bad things. 
It, well, it does say bad things. It says, let us throw off everything that hinders. And and it's not saying everything that hinders is the sin, or, t- talking about the sin that so in- easily entangles us. No, it's saying, let us throw off everything that hinders. And it says, and also let's throw off the sin that so easily entangles us. So two things. There are two commands in here in, in Hebrews chapter 12. It says, number one, well, let's put it in, in the reverse order. Get rid of the sin. All these addictions, all these things that you know are outside of God's will for your life because he wants the best for you. Anything that's not there, let's let's throw all of those things off to the side. Let's, let's get them out of our lives so that we can run the race, that we can do what we came to do, that what God has for us to do. And what is that for you? And again, we talked about in episode one that that comes, the understanding of what it is that God wants you to do, that comes through a continual relationship with him where you're spending time alone with him and you begin to sense what it is God really wants for you. And so it says, one of the things is, whatever it is God wants you to do, determine, find find out what that is. And, and then get rid of the sin out of your life that holds you back from it. But it also says, let us throw off everything that hinders. And some of the everything that hinders, some of the other things that, let, that we have to throw off, some of the other things that we have to say no to are good things. Sometimes it could be in Jesus's example as one of our great many witnesses um, of a life to follow, he had he had the ability to heal the people that were still at Simon and Andrew's house at the door that next morning, and instead of going back to the house to heal those people, he said no and moved on to what he was called to do. He had a great thing. He had the ability. There was an urgent need there. He said no to it and moved on. That is a spiritual discipline of saying no. When you know what you're supposed to do, what God has called you to do, then it's no longer all that important what other people say about you or, or whether or not they approve of you or whether or not they are okay with what you decide to do. Don't We, we need to get rid of this addiction of, of being approved by everybody. I, and when I say we, I'm talking about me, okay? I need, I'm speaking to Cliff here, I need to get rid of my addiction of being approved by everybody. I need to stop getting so darn burned out and ex- uh, overworked up when everybody, when anybody comes and gives me an unsolicited critical feedback about something I do in podcasting. I need to quit worrying so much about the approval of man and I need to follow what my heart is and I need to say, what is it that God wants me to do? And as long as I'm following that, I don't care what men and women around me think, believe, or say about me. I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And so in in this daily devotional book that I got from the family bookstore, I love it. It's got a little... it's got two, it's got a little quote in here and it's got a thing called a stress buster. Uh, one of the quotes says it's from a Vance Havner. I've not heard of Vance before, but anyway, he says some of us would do more for the Lord if we did less. And I think that that's true. I think that that's true. There are there are often things. There are even things right now that I can think of that I've just as a result of being a home team leader or a small group Bible study leader in our church, there have been some things that just automatically have been tossed on my plate. 
And even our church, uh, we have this covenant that we sign every year that says we promise to fulfill these things as a member of this church. And one of those things is that we promise to say no to good things when they hinder us from doing what God has called us to do. And yet I st- there are still two things that I'm doing. And right now I've, I've kind of just said, you know, I, th- this is... This is something, of course, if I don't do it, who else is going to do it? I need, I, I'm telling you, I'm struggling in the area of the spiritual discipline of saying no. In fact, I even have a client uh, or a, a referral in my email inbox this morning that came in. And it's, it's for more work that is that would pay me a good deal of money, but it's not what I'm called to do. And it's not... It's definitely not in line with what I want to do, and it it honestly is a work that I dread. But it, it at the same time, it's it's it would be money coming in, and I I really feel I really feel that the right thing for me to do, although it it seems weird, it seems it, you would think that paying the bills and providing for my family that's the right thing to do, hands down. It seems to me that the best thing for me to do would be to refer this to uh, a good friend of mine who does the same type of work, who would get it done quicker, and um, that that it would it would be done right, and I would not have the stress of doing something that's outside of my calling, and instead focus my time on doing these things like these podcasts that I do feel a calling to, and just trusting that I'm following what God wants me to do. And that I will, in essence, be provided for. And and I don't know why I would have a hard time believing that, knowing how God has provided for us so far. So anyway, here's the stress buster. And this and this is from a little two minutes a day uh, daily devotional, 100 devotions to lighten your day. It's called uh, Beating Stress. So I'm, I'm going to be using this plus some other devotional thoughts to help me get generated and pumped up for some of these things. But anyway, the stress buster says, remember that you have a right to say no to requests that you consider unreasonable or inconvenient. Did you hear that? You have a right not only to say no to things that are unreasonable, you actually have a right to say no to things that are inconvenient to you. Don't feel guilty for asserting your right to say no. And here's the big thing. And don't feel compelled to fabricate excuses for your your nose. So, folks, that is today's almost daily devotional thought. And I hope that you're enjoying these. And uh, if you are, feel free to give me your feedback at cliff at gspn.tv. Just let me know what you're thinking about the almost daily devotional. And, uh, well, it looks like we're already going to be over 15 minutes on this one. We'll try to get this thing down to 10. I promise that'll be my goal. But, you know, we'll see. 10 minutes. Yes, we'll do it. 